back to week four. You're on the home stretch. I would encourage you this week to do a couple of things. One is if you haven't taken the time to volunteer to host a group in your home or bring refreshments or facilitate the discussion, you have one more chance next week. Volunteer right now. Who's going to do it? The other thing is to think about what your group is going to do next. Are you going to continue with another study? Otherwise, what happens is groups tend to take a few weeks to decide what they're going to do, and then the group begins to get a little irregular in meeting, and then it just doesn't happen. If you would like to continue on in your group, go ahead, ask the pastor for some ideas for the next study. Think about doing that this week if your group wants to continue. And as it has been said before, if your group could only commit to five weeks, and that's as far as you can go, we're going to do some other studies in the future. And you're more than welcome to jump in on those studies at any time. Have a great lesson. Today, we're talking about the Ascension. Now, I would think it's likely that you've never ever heard a message about the Ascension. So here we go. Let's see what happens. We know that following the resurrection, Jesus appeared to his disciples for a period of 40 days before he ascended into heaven. And that was a great time for them. Because instead of Jesus being dead following his crucifixion, he was alive. And he not only was alive, he was with them. They were hearing him teach about the kingdom of God. They were sitting at a table. They were eating and drinking and laughing and smiling. Their lives were totally brand new because of the power of his resurrection. And then he was gone. He ascended into heaven. And I think this took them totally off guard. They had asked him, Lord, at this time, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? In, in other words, are you going to set up a throne right here in Jerusalem and rule right now and solve all of our problems? The kingdom of God will actually be here in concrete right now. Jesus said, no, it's not about knowing the times and the seasons. It's about the mission I've given you to go out and make disciples of all people all people everywhere. He told them, begin right here in Jerusalem, then go wider into Judea, even into Samaria, and then to the very ends of the earth. His work was not just about right then, right there, or about their lives and their problems. What Jesus did was for all people everywhere. They were to be a key part of that. And that was going, that was not going to happen if, if, if he stayed around with them in person in flesh and blood. He needed to ascend to heaven so that they would scatter and go to the ends of the earth. The scripture tells us that while they were talking to him on the Mount of Olives, suddenly he simply ascended heavenward and disappeared into a cloud. While they were watching this, two angels appeared to them and they said, why are you staring into heaven? He's going to come back just like you saw him ascend. He's going to return. So get busy and go and do what he told you to do. Well, in the ascension, now that Jesus was no longer here in flesh and blood, what, what is he doing in heaven? What did he ascend into heaven to do? Well, the scripture tells us that he is at the right hand of the Father in heaven. Romans tells us that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, meaning the place of authority and power and honor. And there he is speaking to the Father on our behalf. That's what the scripture tells us. Okay? So um, I think it's probably time now that I finally and fully explain to you all about the Trinity in depth. <laughs> no, I can't really do that in this space of time. 
But, but one of the things that the Trinity means is that God is not lonely. He never has been. He, he never will be. God lacks nothing. God has always existed on high in the, in, as, as God the Father, meaning he's at the highest order of the Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God, three persons. Blessed Trinity. The fellowship of the Trinity has always been. When Jesus was on earth in flesh and blood, he treasured the time that he spent with the Father in prayer. Now following the ascension into heaven, he's with the Father in person. And that fellowship is renewed in a very beautiful way. We're told that Jesus' work on our behalf is one of interception, intercession or speaking to the Father for us. Now, what does this mean? I think it means that our, that our prayer life is really something wonderful. We're able to speak to God in times of prayer or reflection or any time that our thoughts are heavenward and God is tuned into us. Jesus is speaking to the Father on our behalf. There's a verse in Revelation chapter 12 that says the accuser of the brethren makes accusations against the family of God day and night, and he never stops. What I think I see there is that Jesus is answering those accusations. When Satan says, I've got something against this believer. Did you see that? Did you see this? Did you see what they did? Jesus says, wait a minute. My blood covers that child of God, and he belongs to me, not you. Jesus is interceding for us and pushing back the accusations that are made against us. We are under no condemnation because of Christ and our relationship to him and grace and faith. Jesus being ascended into heaven means he's there, carrying out the work on, on our behalf as the family of God. He ascended into heaven to make intercession for us. He ascended into heaven to prepare a place for us. John chapter 14 Jesus in the upper room, after he had washed his disciples' feet, he's giving them comfort, and he says, You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. The King James Version says many mansions. The translation simply is saying that there's a lot of room in the Father's house. We're given this picture of heaven that is wonderful, a beautiful picture. Now, if somebody was coming to visit you, you'd prepare a place for them. You'd get a guest room ready. You'd freshen up the room. You'd change the sheets. You'd make sure everything was ready. Jesus is preparing a place for the family of God in heaven. And that's why he ascended into heaven. A Christian group years ago, Audio Adrenaline, made this song. that saying, come and go with me to my father's house. It's a big, big house with lots and lots of room. It's got a big, big table with lots and lots of food. It's a big, big yard where we can play football. The idea is that there's a lot of room in the Father's house in heaven, and Jesus is carefully, expectantly preparing a place for the whole family of God. That's one of the reasons he ascended into heaven. He also ascended into heaven because of the magnitude of the task. If Jesus had stayed behind in flesh and blood, he would be in one place. But by his ascending into heaven and sending the Holy Spirit, He's everywhere, empowering every follower, every disciple to go out and do his work. Jesus said, you're going to do greater things than I have done. Now, that's always amazed me that he said that, that to his followers. I, I think what he meant was, was the scope in terms of reaching out to all people everywhere. He did not do that while he was here, but he's doing that now through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is at work everywhere in the world. The Holy Spirit empowers the disciples, the followers of Christ. He empowers you and me. That would not have happened if he had not ascended into heaven. Jesus told his disciples, he said, 
It is necessary that I return to the Father. If I don't go, I won't be able to send the Spirit to you. I'm going to send the Counselor, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth. I'm going to send Him, and He's going to give you power. He's going to enable you to do my work. By the gift of the Holy Spirit, we are able to do the work of Christ today. He ascended into heaven. He's no longer here in flesh and blood, but He's here in the presence of the Holy Spirit. When we give our lives to Christ, the scripture teaches us that we are born spiritually. We are regenerated. We are made brand new. It says, if anyone is in Christ, behold, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. That is all the work of the Holy Spirit. That's how we're able to do his work today, by his presence through the Holy Spirit. That's just a bit of what the ascension means to me. I hope it gives you a new grasp on what the ascension means to you what Jesus is doing right now in heaven on your behalf. I hope this helps you a little bit. God bless you.